Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Mikey and the Two Curses. It was Tim's birthday this weekend, and he went out with some friends. Don't blame him. Happy birthday to Tim. I, thought we I, feel, ba- I feel like a bad friend because I don't remember <laughs> how old he is. I think he's like turned 28 like me. I don't know. He's old. He's Happy old. birthday, Tim. Happy birthday, Tim. <laughs> so we had we delayed our recording. We're recording at night tonight. And I'm, I'm kind of happy we did, guys, because the WandaVision trailer dropped. And it actually looks really good. It's I can't tell if they're going like back in time or like they're sharing like some sort of dream. But they're like in the 50s. It almost, yeah, it almost kind of looked like uh, uh, that. Oh, it was. A, I want to say Tom Hanks. That Tom is no, it's not Tom Hanks. Uh, Jim Carrey movie where he's oh. all alone and it's like they built that city. Yeah, for him Tr- and they're the just Truman recording show? him. Yeah, the yeah, that's what that's kind of what it reminded me of. So they're like in some sort of. Simulate or not simulation, but like a construct or something. Yeah, but it looked kind of like a dream though too. So it, it, yeah, it's kind of hard to determine, I guess. But it it looked fresh and new, a new take on that superheroes. I don't know, and then you don't know like really why they're why are they there? Why aren't they out in the world helping? Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is like in between uh what was it, Infinity War and uh Civil War. Yeah, that's what I would think. Kinda like uh what we'll talk about next. What what were your thoughts, Chris? I like it. Looks good. I'm impressed. I'm anxious to see where it goes. Did um, they give us a release date? No, it just said coming soon, I believe. That's what it said. Only on Disney Plus. December 2020. Well, so another like... another reason to get Disney Plus besides season two of Mandalorian. All right. Well, I mean, it was just a fresh. It, yeah, it's, it's just dropped. I mean, it's not. There wasn't a lot there. Um, the only thing that intrigued me was that, like, he, like she says, you already died or something like that. Yeah. Is that? I mean, could it be like he was dreaming this when he was uh, dying? Well, yeah, so I was wondering the same thing. So I'm kind of anxious to see how that plays out. So, but it, it's 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 piqued my interest. And there's, you know, me with the the whole raised by wolves thing. Um, it takes a lot to pique my interest to watch it. But <laughs> oh. this looks really good. I'm 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 actually pretty excited about this one. Hopefully, it doesn't you know fail your expectations like raised by wolves did. <laughs> Hey, that had four episodes to do it in, or three episodes to do it in. And I love it so far. But that's getting away from our, what we we're going to. Yes. So. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Black Widow, because I saw a trailer for it again today, and it reminded me of a joke we forgot to tell last week. So, I don't know, Black, Black Widow does not interest me as a movie. Like... I know it takes place after Civil War and like what she's doing between Civil War and Infinity War. Um, but the the story that I've gotten from the trailers is just like, okay, and? Well, she's, got... a, she's essentially a side character to the Avengers. And I know they're trying to cover all the Avengers, but 
can every it's like to me it's it's like the whole it was like Aquaman. I watched Aquaman when it came out on demand or whatever. I didn't see it at the movies. But it just didn't interest me. It's not a strong enough character, in my opinion, to have its own movie. And I feel the same way about Black Widow. It's just not... That character doesn't seem like a leading movie character to me. I, I, I mean, I, I looked interesting, I guess, to me, at least. Because, I mean, it almost looks like a comedy. I mean, oh, I, know Marvel, I know Marvel puts a lot of good comedy in their movies, just a little bit here and there, just to right. ease off the action and whatnot. But, I mean, I think it, with uh, whoever plays the Captain America version of Russia, or whatever his name is. Soviet Captain, or, Soviet yeah. Captain, or Captain Soviet or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like him as an actor, so, but... Yeah. That's... Uh, who... There you've got it's got a it's got Scarlett Johansson of course, Florence Pugh's in it, Robert Downey Jr. of course, and did you got David Harbour? Yeah, David Harbour. Harbour. That's who. And that's yeah. the one, <laughs> that's yeah. what I said. He looks like a fat guy dressed as Captain America as a comic yeah. in that outfit. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, and that's, I love David Harbour. He's spectacular in Stranger Things, and he's a great actor. But I just don't. It's just it, like her past I, was always like mysterious i guess and that's why i think a lot of people might be interested in this if i was at somebody's house and it came on tv and like we started watching it that's probably when i would watch it i'm i'm probably gonna see it i can't i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna i I will go see it eventually whenever it comes out i know there's release date but november 6th is the release date so it'd probably make a big splash if it came out during the cold war no, people would be probably interested in it. Like, what's Russia up to now? <laughs> well, it says, yeah, it's between the yeah between civil war and infinity war. Uh, Black Widow, Natasha Romano, Romanova, Romanov, Romanova. It says, I don't know. It's given to the KGB, which grooms her to become its ultimate operative. When the USSR breaks up, the government tries to kill her. As the action moves to present-day New York, where she is a freelance operative. That's per IMDb. Oh, so it's actually going to take place a and, little bit during the breakup. Right. Well, yeah. Probably closer towards, yeah. Okay. So there you go. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm going to go see it, but I'm not. It wasn't a movie I really asked for, lack of a better word. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm more partial towards that uh, asteroid movie that we saw the trailers to before I go see that one. Oh, what's that called? Iceland. That movie looks good. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah, good old fashioned uh, disaster. Movie. I thought it was Greenland. Yeah, is Greenland. It, it is Greenland. Yeah. Yes, some land. Yeah, people get confused all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. Even the even the Vikings did. <laughs> So, so uh, you you were at the movies. Do we want to go this way? Uh, Sag it in or yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Yeah, I I went. I was at the movies with my dad. He wanted to go see Tenet, so I took him to see Tenet. And also, Mikey, you, you went and saw Tenet on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, last week after the podcast. Um, what were your thoughts? Since I already kind of said mine. Uh, I think the whole movie. I was trying to figure out how such things could happen. And I don't think it did an 
it kind of did like uh, towards the beginning with the the lady that uh, the doctor I guess she kind of explains it a little bit and it kind of made sense but then later on when they're starting to go through the the little I guess you can almost say it's a portal but it's not really a portal uh, oh. the, the turnstile uh, yeah the turnstile there we go that's what I was looking for uh, yeah when they were going through the turnstile it was uh, really confusing i had no idea like what to make of it but the action was good um and all the choreography to go with that i don't know special effects were decent enough for, but i didn't mind it it just uh you got lost did, yeah i did get lost <laughs> and i didn't understand it until uh, i was listening to a podcast where they kind of explained it a little bit more but where it's like it's the particles is that that uh that formula algorithm or whatnot is to create particles that go in reverse or something i don't know something like that that's uh, my thoughts going back and watching it a second time i think poked more holes in the plot <laughs> than the first time because you know i'm like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go the second time and try and figure some stuff out yeah god i should not have gone again <laughs> It, so, so you wouldn't watch it again? No, I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out because I did oh, enjoy okay. the movie. Um, but I don't. Do we want? I can't really say anything about some spoilers. Well, I mean, it's been out three weeks. Hopefully, I mean, I'm going to do some nothing going on. So you, you know how they talk about the grandfather paradox? It's like if you kill your grandpa, then who was there to you know who made right. who created you? Right. Well, you know, they killed a bad guy in the past. So how is are they fighting him in the future before, you, you know? Yeah. Oh, I agree. And then they talk about you can't do that because, you know, the grandfather paradox. Well, you just killed him. So what do you have to worry about him putting the bomb together now to destroy to the, to destroy the time or whatever? Yeah, it sounds like the uh, the, the universe are just split apart right there. And it's like, what? I don't know. Everything yeah. I know now, this is coming from Star Trek and other, you know, television but everything i can think about you know about temporal mechanics is it doesn't work that way but yeah i'm just you know i got a degree in history not a degree in temporal science or whatever back to the future explains it all i'm telling you no yes and as and as the great i wish tim was here because he would he would quote it with me (sighs) i as the great uh o'brien says from uh from deep space nine i hate temporal mechanics I just want a simple movie. You know, I I watched the Maltese Falcon this week with Humphrey Bogart, and it's a simple movie. There's like 10 people in it, and it's about murder and betrayal and trying to get this Maltese Falcon to this guy who wants to buy it. And it's it's a basic movie. It's very simple. It's easy to follow. I enjoyed it. I didn't have to stress my brain out. I didn't have to turn the movie off and go, what did I just watch? And then try. I, I didn't have to listen to a podcast to figure out maybe what the plot might have been. Yeah. I just, I'm not, I, I'm really losing interest in the whole let's cover a shitty uh, story with special effects and hope that everybody likes it. Because that's what movies are turning into. I just like, I want more movies that are like John Wick with a, it, you know, it has a good enough story, but really you just go in there, turn your brain off. 
and have a good time. That's and that's what I was talking about. I just want something yeah. basic. Yeah, John Wick's a perfect example of that. Now, I do like, you know, good thinker movies, but... Oh, yeah. I, just... I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I like movies that... But if I've got a... If it if it if I just sit there and go okay what happened, yeah, and it's that's it that's you're you're gonna lose you're gonna lose a lot of audience for that. I know Tenet was oh, good, Mike. Yeah, I I just think Tenet's ahead of its time. I don't think we're close enough to, with technology and all this forward thinking type, or actually reverse thinking, or if you want to say that. I don't. I mean, it's so futuristic almost it's hard to follow i'm worried i'm pretty sure if they wanted to they'll make a sequel because they left it with a good plot hole because one of the last things uh robert pattinson says is this is a huge this is uh this whole operation is a temporal pincer maneuver <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so they've left it open for another for a, a sequel. well i mean and i'd hate to have to have the sequel to tie you know, to fill all these loose or all these plot holes. But the, well, I mean, they might've had that going in because this movie's been hyped for a year now. It got but, delayed for six months because of COVID. Well, that's what I'm saying. And where's this money going to come from? I mean, nobody's been going they to the, made the theme parks of the, the theme parks have been closed. And we know, um, I, I, I do believe that some of that movie budget comes from, from the park money and I, but I know they pour a lot of it and theme parks are putting like a major hold on, uh, improvements, expansion, new rides. Like it's out instead of being out a year, they're out like two or three years. You can't tell me that the movie industry can't be delayed by that as well. As of today, tenants budget was 200 mil. It's made 251 million as of today. Oh, All right. But that's but, how expected. Well, it, made, it only made thirty six million in the U.S. Exactly. So they've they've hyped it. They've, you know, they've they've they got to pay for advertising. They did. It, they really get that money back yet? I mean, it'll get it'll get a sequel. I I I, I would I would put money on the tenant's going to get a sequel. And oh, you know it's what? possible. I'll be I'll be there day one. Well, maybe not day one, but I'll be there. <laughs> All right, guys, since we're talking about, you know, going to movies, what was it like you got all of our first times back in a movie theater? If you, well, if you buy food, I mean, you make, they make you wear a mask to come in, and you got to wear a mask in the theater unless you're eating or drinking. So you can essentially take your mask off while you're eating and drinking your snack while you're at the movie. I didn't see any different um, other than we can't sit in our normal row. It's, it's yeah, it feels exactly the same. Yeah, it feels exactly the same. You know, I, a lot of people aren't going though. I mean, we're not. I, you know, you don't see anybody at the movies really. Chris, you and I went to that movie. You know, the first weekend and didn't see anybody. It was like we. I think there was ten people in that theater with us. Yeah, yeah. There's. I don't know if just nobody's going or if they're not interested or. I mean, restaurants are busy, so I don't know why. The movie theater hasn't come back. I just, I, maybe there's just nothing that's kind of caught think, anybody's eye to go see anything. Yeah, I think Tenant, I, th- I think once it gets to the winter and to some of the big winter releases, it'll start picking up. 
Yeah, I think so. Probably around Thanksgiving. But I really enjoyed, you know, I liked how they had the rows separated. You know, they had one row open, one row, next row closed, open, closed, so on and so forth. I liked that because, you know, me being as tall as I am, I get kicked in the back of the seat as much, so much. <laughs> and I'll admit, it, I accidentally <laughs> kick people in the back of their seat a lot. Just because, you know, I'm 6'3", I have no freaking leg room. Right. Especially where everyone likes, I like to sit in the front row where I put my feet out into the aisle. But no, everybody likes to sit up a, a row or two. But yeah, no one's as tall as me. Um, but basically, I didn't even, I, I've never had my mask on the entire two times I've run right. the theater. Because there's no one close to me where I really had to worry about it. That's my that's my thinking. I'm and, not, you know, I'm sitting there sipping on my Coke the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't feel any different going at all. I'll go. I just washed put... my hands a lot. Like, I washed them when I first got there. And then I washed them before I went to my seat. And then I washed them before, when I left. I am just happy I'm able to go back to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I just kind of noticed, like... Uh, maybe a problem that might occur would people complain it would be like you can't get a refill on your I'm sure I yeah. can't get a refill on popcorn but well, uh, you yeah, can't get they, a refill uh, on your drink I don't think they're doing the popcorn thing are they there's are, no are, refills at all right now not even on soda well I mean you could get one I don't think they would care you know uh, I don't know it depends on who's watching I guess it's you know it's they're they're not they've never really policed that anyway. I mean, if you do lots I've, of people. <laughs> so I've got I've had small sodas and still get refills all the time. Right. I'm just uh, I'm just glad I don't work there anymore. It just seems like a, such a big like deal just to try to clean and all and sanitize and follow rules and all that junk. It's just it just seems like extra work. That you don't get paid extra for. Have did you have you seen the uh, the backpack we got at my job, Mikey? Yeah, that, you know, such effects. They were they had something just like that at the movie theater, and when we left, they started spraying our seats down. Uh huh. Wait, 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 what? They do what? So at Plant Fitness, we have this thing. It's called an electrostatic uh, sprayer, uh-huh. and it sprays a uh, disinfectant, um, electrostatically charged disinfectant. We're basically, it looks like a proton pack. I'll tell okay. you that. And uh, it's electrostatically charged, so all the particles get into like all the deep, hard-to-get crevices and stuff. Uh-huh. You let it sit for about five minutes, disinfected and cleaned. See, there's a stuff where I work, because I'm supposed to do that on my bus all the time. I just... you you People spray... We've got a disinfectant that we spray on the seats and the, and the door handles and stuff. And then we wipe it off. But I don't wipe it off because, to me, if you're spraying it and then wiping it off, then you're just wiping it off. If you're disinfecting so, stuff, you're supposed to let it have it let it sit for a couple minutes. For it to I just to- I just let it sit and dry, and I figure it's just as it's better than wiping everything off. You should wipe it after five minutes with right. a, wet, with a damp I'm towel. Driving by then, I ain't got time. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, you see what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but I, I see what you're saying. I had to take I had to take a little class on how to use the thing. So, wow, it's it was it's fun to use because it it would uh, before we got it, it would take uh, to do the you know the upper and lower body area, or the, all the guided machines in the back of the gym. It would take uh-huh. about thirty forty minutes to clean them all. Now it takes me ten minutes. Don't cross the streams. Yeah, 
Does that Apple, that song does yeah. that song pop in your head every time you put that yeah. on? <laughs> people people always see your ghost busting and I no I need to get a little sticker yeah. that's called the COVID Buster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go to a new Netflix series that just dropped was it Friday or was it Saturday? I can't remember. It was uh, they usually drop on Friday. You know, Friday like five AM or something like that. Yeah. Because uh, Baron stayed up all night, or woke up early for it. Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. I I, I watched first episode, tried to watch a second episode, and I can't watch it. It's not for me. I don't I don't like the animation style. I don't like the voice acting. The story's a little meh. So many OSHA violations. <laughs> tell us how. Tell, won't you tell us how you really feel, Crystal? But... Now, <laughs> now, it might not be my thing, but I can see the appeal for little kids. I, that was my thinking. I watched the first few episodes. It's got like a Paw Patrol kind of animation. It is not something I would watch on a regular basis. But my nephew, who's four, and likes dinosaurs. I can see where he would really like this cartoon. So if they're geared towards him, hey, that's great. And if that's what they're trying to do, if they can get a hold of... And maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to get some younger fans and they get the fans to go back and watch the original movies, you know. And you got the new one coming out whenever it's coming out. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good move by the Jurassic people. But yeah, I'm not going to watch the... I'm not going to watch the series. I, like you said, there's plenty of OSA violations going on there. You let kids run around to Jurassic Park and Velociraptors coming after them. And I mean, on that zip line, the, the they zip almost smacked into the head of the uh, was it Ardentosaurus or something? That dinosaur could easily take out one of those people on that zip line. <laughs> I mean, do you learn anything? Does it teach any lessons to kids? Yeah, don't stray from the camp. <laughs> <laughs> Or you will die from me by a dinosaur. Oh, you can learn that. that dinosaurs or <laughs> raptors have a really good sense of smell. I learned that in the first episode. But how do we actually know they had a good sense of smell? Yeah. And if um, you make, you can make a whistle out of the bones. And yeah, but I learned that in in the first uh, Jurassic Park movie, or was it the second one or third one? I don't know. It was one of them. Um, but there is a character in there that's adorable. I don't. It, it wasn't shown till I think episode th- two or three. I, I only know because of a Facebook group I'm in. Um, it's it's a character named Bumpy. It's a little baby uh, Anicleosaurus, whatever that is. Uh-huh. But it's it's to sell toys, and it, it's it's the new baby Yoda. I'll tell you that right now. No, it's not gonna be the new baby Yoda. Maybe like a new BB-8. There we go. I don't know. It's the new, you know, baby dinosaur. Or uh, baby cute creature. Not the mama. <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you watch it, Mikey? No, I didn't. No. So I was itching my eye. I would say at least give the first episode a try. Because you might like it more than we do. Yeah, you don't learn anything. It's the basic, like we was talking about earlier, Chris was saying, you've got the nerd... The, the the punk rich kid that everybody hates and, and the, the pretty girl that's on her phone all the time and 
It's, it's very stereotypical. Like the Breakfast Club. It's very stereotypical. <laughs> of, yeah, exactly. It is, it is like the Breakfast Club in Jurassic Park. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Can you guys believe I've never seen that movie? What? Oh, I've my God. For real? Yeah. Get out of town. That was like, that's like as real as high school got. I mean, should I just watch it for Molly Ringwald and her prime? Everybody was in their prime. But it was Molly Ringwald. No, not just Molly Ringwald. Uh, (laughs) Anthony Anthony Michael Hall, I mean, he was, his his drama, his dramatic acting in that is really, really good, actually. The the third uh, sheen. Emilio, Emilio, Emilio. Like, the mighty duck man himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. It's got great lines. It's very, I, I, I saw it. I wasn't even in high school yet when it came out. I think mean, I was a freshman, but I related so much to that movie as, I mean, it was, it was, it, it, it was perfect. I mean, you had the, you had the, 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 the hood that, you know, he made jokes and everybody laughed at him, but nobody liked him. And there was really no, you weren't friends with him. And you had the jock, you had the nerd, you had the basket case, quiet person, and you had the prom queen. And that was. That's, of all the stereotypes, that, just like uh, Camp Cretaceous. Exactly. And that, that it, yeah, that, it hits a nail on the head with all those. It, nothing's changed, apparently. <laughs> it's all just gotten meaner on social media, I guess. But, um, God, now we're gonna have a. Now we're gonna have to have a a Breakfast Club episode. Speaking, apparently, speaking of the eighties, Mikey watched season one. You said you watched season one of Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's so good. So good. I I I kept on hearing things like, "Oh, you guys gotta watch this," and it's so good. And I was like, "Okay, I'll watch it." But I didn't have my hopes that it was gonna be that good because it was a YouTube. It was a YouTube Red show. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I just didn't think YouTube Red had the balls to make something, something so good. good. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's got adult humor in it, too. And I just didn't like I didn't expect it at all. It, because, OK, so as a, you know, quote unquote boomer, as you all call me, I saw the Karate Kid at the movie in 84. And to have this show come back and you've got Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence and I mean, it was, it was like, oh my God, this is great. And there's still that tension between them and they still hate each other. And, um, I saw it when it came out on YouTube Red. I of course don't have YouTube Red, So I watched it other ways on the fire stick or, uh, oh, yeah. the Chromecast or whatever. Plenty and, of ways uh, to watch it. We binge watched it in like two days. Yeah. We we couldn't stop watching it. It is so good. They come, the whole cast is good. Even the kids in it are good. I usually like to go to like I usually like to go to bed somewhat early. And when I say early, I mean after midnight, but before the sun rises. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but I stayed up past my bedtime w- finishing season one, and it was it was worth it. I I would say, but um, it's always just put the put the hash yeah. brown on it. Right? Is that season one where he talks about the hash brown? I don't remember. It makes a commercial. Put one of those hash browns, you know, Cobra Kai. Instead no. of a hashtag, you don't know what a hashtag is. How? Uh, it, yeah. 
Johnny I like Lowe how he still yet. lived in the eighties though. Like he's yeah, still he, like he's all eighties. He still does that, that Pontiac. He yeah, still listens to all the music, which I don't he, blame. I mean, hey. Well, it's but it's on cassette. Yeah, it's on cassette. Yeah, he takes drives a red Trans Am. He's very eighties. He has no. And it's just funny because, you know, Johnny Lawrence was the rich kid in high school and you know, he had a motorbike and he had all this stuff and all this popularity and he had he came from money. And he's so technologically ignorant. Uh-huh. But you kind of start rooting for Johnny Lawrence. I, st- I found myself yeah. rooting for Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, I did too. And since I've seen The Karate Kid, I've totally switched teams and said that LaRusso's the punk who started all the trouble anyway. Um, and there's this whole thing about it from the original movie that LaRusso was really the bully and the punk, not Johnny Lawrence. Sure. Because at the beginning of the Karate Kid movie, Johnny Lawrence says, no, ex-degenerate. I'm, I'm senior, I'm 18, and everything's going to change this year. And then he sees some guy hitting on his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend. All he wanted to do was go down there and talk to her. So what's Daniel Russo do? He butts in. Then he sucker punches him. He deserved to get his ass kicked on the beach. I'm sorry. <laughs> then then when he gets his ass kicked and Mr. Miyagi's got to come and save him, what's he doing? Uh-huh. So they're, they're at the Halloween party, right? Yeah. So, you know, all Johnny Lawrence is doing, he's just trying to roll a joint in the bathroom, leave the kid alone. What's Daniel Russo do? Puts the water hose over the top of the of the bathroom stall. Turns the water on. He started that fight. He deserves to get his ass kicked. Yeah. So who's the I bully? It. Is it yeah. Johnny Lawrence or is it Daniel LaRusso? It is. Yeah. I'm sold. And LaRusso's and, a punk in this too. I think the very cool thing about it is it's like written, produced by like some of the like two of the biggest fans of the original Karate Kid and Karate Kid 2. I mean, they wrote, they, they got most of the original cast in there. Um, and they got all these, uh, the same themes from uh, the movie, like the Halloween costumes, the same for yeah, yes. uh, uh, Johnny Lawrence wore when he was in the movie and he gave the same, or he got the same uh, Halloween costume for his student that he teaches and uh, then you see some of the stuff that uh, he uh, I forgot names. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he, yeah, yeah. Where he like he teaches him, he teaches his student the same way Mr. Miyagi teaches. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I th- I thought it's really cool. And well, it is cool, and it's and, and the, I like the fact that okay, so Johnny Lawrence realized it the way he was taught was wrong. So he's trying to teach his students differently than the way he was taught. Yeah. Fighting solves everything. And, and it's like Mr. Miyagi says, and I still use this to this day, referring to kids who are terrible and misbehave. There's no such thing as bad student, only bad teacher. And that there's no true, more true of a quote than that. Kids don't know unless they're taught a certain way. And Johnny yeah. Lawrence wasn't. He Johnny Lawrence was a great student. He was, just had a bad teacher. Yeah, was, you know, John Kreese. He was. He was a. He was. A, he wasn't a very good person. So, but I can see. You see, kind of Johnny Lawrence, kind of saying, 
you know, maybe we shouldn't teach that way. That's kind of wrong. So he's trying to, but he fights it. So I am, I am so excited for season three on this. I've been waiting. This is one of my favorite. That's another show. If you can, that, I mean, granted, I'm a fan of the Karate Kid kind of canon, if you want to call it. I don't know, the movie and its sequels. So that kind of helps. are there? There was three movies, and then there was the next Cruddy Kid who was a uh, million-dollar baby. And then, uh, and then oh, yeah, we don't talk about uh, Jaden Smith. We don't. No. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> never, no. never happened. Never, never happened. Yeah. That was a giant turd laid out for everyone. Oh, my God. That was awful. Yeah, that doesn't belong. Yeah, no. That never existed. With, there was, there was, I gotta say, kid. what uh, with the Jaden Smith one was it? Was it karate? He wasn't teaching karate though, was he? No, it wasn't even karate. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, that's what I remembered. God, that movie was horrible. <laughs> I was like, this isn't even anything like the original. Let's just let's just ruin a great franchise of a movie and make it completely different from anything Did that, that movie should... officially kill uh, Jackie Chan's career and American career. I did it. I don't think he's been was... since then, but he is getting up there in age also. No, that's true. But no, there were three karate kid movies with Daniel LaRusso. It was the first one. Then he had the second one. He went to Okinawa with Mr. Miyagi because Mr. Miyagi's father dies. And then there was the third one where <laughs> he, he, he... He started turning into like a Johnny Lawrence. Like he kicked somebody's ass in a club. It was kind of funny. Um, but it wasn't. Karate Kid 3 was kind of weak. It wasn't that great of a movie. Uh, it's okay. But it's not as strong as first two. And then the next Karate Kid. Who was the. What's her name? The million dollar baby Is chick? it Hillary Swank? Hillary Swank. Yeah. She is in. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that. Uh, what's his name? That plays Daniel Russo is in the next Karate Kid. Um, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Yeah, he is not in the next Karate Kid. I think that's just Mr. Miyagi and Million Dollar Baby. So, but go check them out. <laughs> They're great movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So, so and do definitely check out. Definitely, definitely check out Cobra Kai. Are both seasons yeah. on Netflix? Right yeah. Now? Yeah. All right. I'll have to check it, check it out. Yeah. Check them out. You will binge watch them. There. Do so I need I'm to gonna... watch? Do I need to see at least the first? Uh, you need first. to see the first Karate Kid. For yeah. You to well, I, know I need to it watch does first. draw a lot of like ties to it. Yeah. I've never the seen. Whole, it. Kind of get that the background. whole the whole show is tied to the first episode. Yeah. Episode. So well, yeah, def, definitely watch the first movie. All right, and then but, you I mean, watch... if you haven't seen Karate Kid by now, then you. Uh, it's kind of like. Yeah, you've seen Tenet yeah. twice and never seen the. <laughs> I just don't know what. Or the Breakfast on. Club. What the, or the Breakfast Club? <laughs> I'm an you uncultured. Need, you need a movie case. I'm uncultured. <laughs> I might right, what? over some movies. I think Chris, so you can get caught up. <laughs> All right, Chris. What is a social dilemma? Okay, so the social dilemma is it's a documentary. It's a Netflix documentary, and it is about the algorithms that control your social media, how you see your social media, how the way I see my social media and the way you see your social media are two different things. And 
there was a there they they have people that used to work at like Instagram and Twitter and Reddit and Pinterest and Facebook and Google and um that when they when they built it they started building social media like when they put the like button in they put the like button in because they wanted people to feel good. You know, they wanted people to feel the love. Oh, that's cool. I like that. What they weren't anticipating when they created the like button was anxiety and depression because their post didn't get very many likes. Or maybe I pushed a like button on something about somebody that somebody else hates. And then you get crap from it and it causes division and it causes, um, it causes friends to not be friends anymore. Since... The, the divide between political parties has, the, the division has, the split has gotten so much bigger since the age of social media. People don't talk to people anymore because of it. Family members don't talk to each other because of it. All because of, of social media. Because early on in social media, there were no rules to social media. Until recently when they started calling out fake news, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this this documentary talks about how there's no there's there's no you can be exposed to anything. They even bring up how uh, you know kids in the 70s and 80s watch Saturday morning cartoons. Well, they could only show certain commercials during Saturday morning cartoons because they only want kids exposed to something else. Well, kids YouTube, they're exposed to anything because there were no rules to what you could expose a child to in advertising. So it covers the whole broad spectrum. They said that uh, fake news is more than likely is six times more than likely to spread on Twitter than any other platform. That's how fast a fake news story can spread. That's wow. scary. Oh yeah. Um, but th- there was a they they put in like a dramatic scene with like a family and how they have to deal with their kids and social media and they don't want to eat dinner together. They're always on their phones. They don't want to pay attention to each other. And uh, in the in the in the drama part of the documentary, this kid breaks his his phone screen cracks. Well, his mom said if he can stay off his phone for a week, she will replace his his screen. So he says, okay. So he he puts it in the kitchen. He comes down late at night. It's like the third day in, and they've got these two guys. Basically, these two guys are the algorithms saying that okay. Well, how do we get this kid? How do we get these people activated? They haven't been on their Facebook page in three days. What do we do? So they tell the kid, they, they, they say, well, let's say that so-and-so is in a relationship with a guy. And the other algorithm means like, wow, that's kind of mean, but you're going to do that. Yeah, because if we tell him that they're in a relationship with another guy, he will get on his social media. Now, I firmly believe this to this is a legitimate, real deal because this happened to me. This tells me how scary this is. So I got divorced last year, right? Chris knows that. So I am at my local Howard County Fair with a friend of mine. And I get a push notification from Facebook that's saying that my soon-to-be ex-wife, who I we just put divorce papers in a week and a half before was in a relationship with somebody. Now I have never got in a push notice from Facebook telling me that somebody else was in a relationship with somebody, but I had not been active on social media and I had not been inactive with her 
on social media. But I got a push notification saying that such and such is in a relationship with such and such. And I, I, until I saw the documentary and then I thought back of that, I have never received a, a, a push notice from Facebook or any other platform telling me somebody's been in, is in a relationship with somebody. But that's how they draw you back in. They want you to, the algorithms are written where they want you to check on your ex, to look at their pictures, to see what they're up to. And it is frightening. It makes you, it really makes you want to like delete your social media because of how they control what you see and they, they, they control your, how you you know, how you, your outlook on things, uh, what videos you may look at. It is so frightening. It's a, it's a, it's, it, I, I strongly recommend everybody to watch it and never give your kid a phone until they're <laughs> 16 or 17 years old. Because it, it's, it's astounding. They never realized the monster they were creating when they were creating these social media platforms. They were only looking at the good side, which is great. I mean, you know, families have reconnected. Friends have reconnected. I know I've reconnected. One of my best friends, I was out with her yesterday. She's one of my best friends from high school. We reconnected to Facebook, and we hadn't seen each other for 20 years. So hey, there's a, so much good in social media, but... Is the bad starting to outweigh that good? And that's the, it really makes you think, you know, how good is, how good is social media for people? So, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's called the social, what is it? The, the, uh, social, the social dilemma. dilemma. So check it out. What, uh, what platform is it on? Netflix. It's on Netflix. But I I found it interesting when you said um, about like because of social media, people didn't talk to each other like after something happened, like say they uh, maybe bullied them or something or or maybe something happened in the uh, in, in real life or something and not on the on social media that maybe created a. Uh, a wedge between them. Uh-huh. I found that interesting, like, because when you said people don't talk to each other through there, well, that's what social media was like made for, was people to talk and reconnect, like you said, towards the end there. Yeah. I, I was like, that's kind of double-edged sword almost. It is. It is. And they, they, this is one thing they said. They said, there are only two things that, that describe people as users and that's social media platforms and drug addiction <laughs> is that and that nothing more real than that you're a gamer you're 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 you know you binge watch television but you are a user you use you use social media it's not a tool you use it you're a user yeah that is that is so real so I I'd like to think I don't, I don't, I'm not on social media a lot, but then I find times where my legs fall asleep when I'm sitting on the toilet. It's like, God damn, like how long have I been here? (laughs) I've been trying to cure myself of the social media. And I find if, if I, I went out yesterday and I was gone all day long and I was with a friend of mine and it was great because I wasn't stuck on my phone with the TV on in the background, I made myself want to go out and do something, you know, but I look at my phone, we stopped for lunch and I had all these notifications, you know, 
because that's the that's that's the algorithm telling you you haven't been on your phone. Where are you yeah. at? That that's exactly what that is. Yeah. So and I know I know a lot of people that delete apps just to, so they don't have that urge to go to mm-hmm. it. They eventually re-download it, but they take a week or two off and they come yeah. back feeling better. But I uh, I got banned off of uh, Twitter for a week, and I didn't. I felt great. <laughs> but when I when I Wait, got how you know, did you un- get banned on Twitter? Um, I forget what I did. I think I I think I called someone. Oh, because someone. Someone was uh, making fun of somebody that's sick and or had cancer. Someone, someone goes making fun of someone that had cancer, and then I was like, "Wow, that's horrible!" And I basically said, "I hope they get it." I shouldn't have said that. That's oh. really mean to say. <laughs> but you know what? I got banned, and well, they don't. didn't get banned. So just because they got a blue check mark. Well, of course, you don't have that blue check mark, Chris. Maybe when you get a blue check mark, you can make horrible, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Horrible statements to people. Yeah, like <laughs> KYS, everyone, man. KYS. Everyone always is like, puts a, it seems like if they have a, a blue check mark going into kind of what you're saying, everyone high, holds them to a higher standard. Like that they're just because they got a blue check mark, they know what they're saying. Right. Yeah. But again, so that's the popular thing. It's, it, it, and that, that draws, that's where that division comes from. And that's where that, it gives resentment and it gives people a, 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 a you know, they think they're more important. They could say things that they want, regardless of who it hurts. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that well, I mean, that's a perfect example right there as part of the social dilemma. I've been really wanting to get rid of everything but Instagram, but it's been it's it's been so hard to get rid of Facebook because connected to so much of my crap. Well, I'm and gl- that's I, yeah, I'm glad I never signed up for Facebook. I have never had a Facebook. It just didn't appeal to me. I don't care about it. I've got a lot of family. I have a lot of family in Florida. So my parents are on Facebook. My mom's on Facebook. So, you know, she likes to see what I'm doing or vice versa. So plus we use it for our platform here, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get, trying to get word out for this. We use it. We use social media as a platform. I have now when I was, I used to write, you know, like I've said, the past used to write for a, a, a website, a racing article. And I belong to all these, uh, racing fan pages in on Facebook. And I'm seriously considering because it's all negative. All of the stuff on there is negative. And I would get a bunch of negative feedback on my articles. And you know, you take you get that. You take the good with the bad or for or whatever. But you know, they talk about one driver, oh he sucks. He don't deserve this ride. Or you know what? You you try and get in the car and you see how good much better you can do. That's the way I feel. You can't trash other people just because you don't like them. They're there for a reason. They have, they have the, they have the ability. I don't appreciate people that just trash talk for no reason. You have to. Th- their abilities there. Okay, they may be running an 18th every week, but there's there's something behind that. It's not because they're they suck and and you know, I just I don't I don't buy into that narrative, and because it's so negative, and I'm trying to eliminate all that negative out. I'm I'm going to be deleting all of the myself. I'm going to be taking myself out of all of those those pages and just. I, I think I'm trying to get back to my social media to what I signed up for, which I'm going to be putting my pictures. Hey, look what I had for dinner, or I'm going to do this today, or a positive quote. 
and I'm just going to start focusing on I'm changing how I use social media because we're all guilty of, you know, well, this guy did this, what a jerk. And I, I just, I can't feed into that narrative anymore. So, um, I suggest everybody do the same, really. There's too much, and there's too much hate going on. And, and, and social media, regardless if people want to believe it or not, social media is between that and the media itself. There, it, this, is, this, this is all the reason for all the division and hate in this country and the world, really. We didn't have this until social media was created, honestly. That's the main had. reason how why Obama won now too. But we we'll see that where that got oh, us. Well, let's well, not get they, the politics. Let's not get the politics. Well, no, but they, <laughs> but they bring that up, but because like the the guy who won in Brazil won because of his Facebook. Yeah, Facebook was the reason he won the presidency in Brazil, and that was so, the power. In college, I wrote. In my opinion, I got an A, a on it. A really good paper. It, I called it a hashtag revolutions, and it was about how the Arab Spring. I know we're getting to like something that's really not nerdy here, but it was about <laughs> how like the Arab Spring was started and uh, like planned on social media. And now, to the people who don't know what the Arab Spring was, it was like 2011, 2012. I forget which. I think it was 2011, spring of 2011. There was a ton of riots or not riots uprisings in the in north africa and the middle east the syrian civil war is like the last shut up siri um it's like the last uh, <laughs> vestige of the uh arab spring because that that civil war started in 2011 basically because of social media and a lot of it was because of social media they started it and planned it on social media well, remember the whole Kyrie Irving thing with the flat Earth? Yeah. Well, he said that he believed the Earth was flat. And he later came out and apologized. And he apologized to his science teachers from high school and college and stuff for not listening, apparently. And he said he <laughs> fell down a rabbit hole in on, on YouTube. And that got him in his mind, well, hey, maybe the Earth is flat. And YouTube does that. YouTube will dictate what videos you see. Based off of your search of one video. When I was working at the liquor store, I was watching just conspiracy theory videos. And uh -huh. all of a sudden, all my suggested videos were conspiracy theories. Exactly. Like, what the heck? Yes. Yeah. So I this... watched like two conspiracy theory videos and all of a sudden, all of them. And of course, I kept watching them. I'm like, huh. Of course. Because they want you to do that. And I mean, I could put a conspiracy theory together. I could put a conspiracy theory out there. And it, would, it can take off. And that's what Curry Irving says is, is I just wanted people to think that's all. I didn't really believe it, which we all know he believed it, but, but I could start a conspiracy theory and put it on social media. And if I get with the right groups on Facebook, those people will, I will find people that agree with me. And next thing you know, it's all over the place. That's the danger of social media that people didn't realize when they created Facebook, when they created Twitter, they didn't realize, you know, all of what's going on now and i mean is it going to get worse you've got to that's the scary thought is look how bad it is now and social media is to blame for a lot of this the media is to blame for a lot of this with the riots the destruction of the cities the the hatred the division it is it going to get better 
or 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 are we not there yet? So I don't know. I don't let's know. let's watch see watch watch, to... watch the documentary. Think for yourself. Do your own. And but watch the documentary because you will be. It's very eye opening and educational, and I highly recommend anybody to watch it. And if your kids are on social media, you better po- start policing that stuff. Like you check their backpacks for homework every night. And all right. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and all right, let's get this back around to uh, to uh, non-controversial, minorly controversial stuff. And let's talk about. Well, I guess never mind. We're going to console. <laughs> yeah. What are we Xbox doing? Xbox Series X and a PlayStation Five. PlayStation sucks. Xbox sucks. No, no. PC Master <laughs> I don't Race. Know. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's it's their own. I don't even so care. Both, I'm, pro, I'm an Xbox guy. So. Both Microsoft and Sony released, you know, prices, uh, release dates, and uh, launch games and stats. So let's start with Sony. Sony, the the main PlayStation Five with a disc drive is going to be five hundred bucks. Um, How big's the disc drive? No, no, like a disc for discs. Oh, for discs. For uh, <laughs> for storage, it's going to have 825 That's gigs. Not, okay. That's what I meant. Um, and that will come out on November 12th in select countries and 19th worldwide. It'll also have a digital edition only co- version, which is just downloaded games. That's all that it's going to have. Worst. Which I think is a great yep. idea because no. that's all I do on my. That's all I did in my last two years on my Xbox. That's all I do on my PC. PC games don't even come out on disc anymore. It's so, Steam, Origin, Ubisoft, War Game. It's all it's all download. So and get that'll your kid, be get your kid a, a brand new PlayStation and buy him a game, and then tell him he's got to wait six hours for the freaking uh, game to download before he can even most play games you can download you can pre-download up to twelve hours before game releases. It's a pre-download, and you just start downloading it beforehand. And then, and, and you're going to do that on Christmas day, Eve or whatever, or the day before. Good internet. <laughs> so then, the Xbox Series X will be also be five hundred bucks, and uh, it'll have one terabyte of memory, which is really good. Oh, they they both have SSD memory instead of uh, regular drives, but also. The Xbox Series X will have a digital edition that'll be three hundred dollars, but it'll it'll have a smaller. It'll have five hundred gigs. That's a good move, but yeah, but you can you buy like an expansion? Yeah, you can get expansion memory. drives and stuff. Yeah. I have an but, expansion drive for my current Xbox One, three terabytes. Jesus, for all that porn. Hey, <laughs> um, I told you so, that. In for secret, yeah, in my bad. confidence. I'll I'll hit the dump button. I had a dump button. Um, at least I didn't say what type it is. Um, oh, and, X, and Xbox releases worldwide on the tenth of November. So I'm gonna put an F in the chat for all the GameStop employees and Walmart employees that are to deal with kids and people. Yeah. Um. I'll be honest with you guys, I'm probably going to get a PlayStation just for the exclusives. Because Xbox exclusives come to PC anyways. Uh. Um, but I'm going to see some of the launch games. 
for PlayStation, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Horizon 2, Forbidden West, and Gran Turismo 7 are going to be some uh, key launch games. And for Xbox, it'll be Halo Infinite, Sensua Saga Hellblade 2, whatever that is. Forza Motorsport 8, of course, there's going to be a number 8. And <laughs> State of Decay 3. State of Decay 2 sucked, but State of Decay 1 was really good. And 3 is looking pretty good. So you just can't buy a video game and just put it in the console and just play. Have, have you down... What, what was the last game you got? What, what was the last game you bought on disc? Red Dead Redemption 2. Did you have your internet plugged in? Of course I did. Well, it's Wi-Fi, but yeah. Most, most discs now are just download codes. I know, and it's annoying as hell. I just want to put the game in and play it. That's all I want to do. And I'm sure that's what everybody else wants to do. Now you got to sit around. I remember I got this Xbox One for Christmas when I got it for Christmas. And the person who bought it for me got me Forza for it as well. And they got it for me in digital. And I was so excited. So they're like, okay, well, you got to download the game first. You got to put in this code to download the game. And I downloaded the game. And we had to freaking leave because it was Christmas. We had to go to somebody's house for Christmas for the afternoon. So I didn't get to play the damn game till like 9 o'clock that night. And I had to work the next day, of course. Going like so 6 o'clock in the like morning. It was a download issue. It sounds like it was you know, a wife having to go somewhere else issue. That, but the problem is if I would have just gotten a disc and just put it in the console and just hit start, I could have played it immediately. Well, that <laughs> doesn't allow these companies like Col- like uh, uh, Activision to make Call of Duty 500 gigs. Uh, it's, frickin- it's stupid. I'm it's, sorry. It's, all it is is uh, Space Taker because they just want that one game on your console so they can just get playtime all the time. But that's just a conspiracy theory. Apparently, <laughs> um, they'll both have the up to 8K resolution, which I don't know why you need 8K because it's stupid expensive. Um, 4K would be fine. I think at that point you can't really tell a difference between. I, I like 4K and 8K. Can you? I got a 2K. I got a 2K monitor that I play games on my PC with, um, and I got a 4K TV. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, I'm now sure I can tell the difference between. Uh, I can tell the difference between 2K yeah. and 1080, yeah. but I can't really tell the difference. All I know is, oh, also it was either leaked or Sony announced it. Their launch games going to be 70 bucks instead of the standard 60 bucks. Now I remember when this happened. I think it was going into the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era. They're like, hey, we're going to make launch games 60 dollars, and they'll go back down eventually. They never went back down because what it is is it's a test. To see if people will actually keep buying them at seventy dollars. This is like what Disney World does. Yeah, it's probably what every They're, company does. They raise their price. On. They raise their price like five ten dollars. Then every other theme park in Orlando raises their price five ten dollars. Yeah. And so, when twenty years ago it was seventy five dollars to go to a theme park, now it's one hundred twenty dollars to go to a theme park, and people still keep. Buying it, people still keep paying it and packing the theme parks because that's what they're these these they're going to do the same thing with these video games. People are still going to be buying them, and that's yeah, one but, thing that's going to keep me. Oh, go ahead, Mikey. Yeah, I mean, does it really cost that much more to to pro- produce these games, like as to ship them out and all that junk? Does it cost that much more, or so are they making just ten dollars more? I mean, say say it takes 
40 30 40 dollars just to make the disc and ship it and whatnot so they're making 20 dollars profit per game so are they making 30 dollars profit more or okay. does it cost so, more yeah red dead redemption 2 since that's the last game we talked about cost 80 to 100 million dollars to make okay that's had as rockstar you know one of the uh, okay so how much how, how how quick did they make that back um probably because that game was popular i burst it was a year first first three days of release it made eight it made 725 million first three days of being released see there you go they don't need the extra money yeah they tripled you could you could probably cut that and you could cut that cost in half you don't make profit okay so 700 million in three days let's go to uh that's like a hundred percent that's what that's a hundred percent profit almost is that right i don't know 70 well no it's a thousand percent profit i i, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that's a lot so, of that's a lot of money let's let's talk PUBG. um on what are we talking about it's a it's a game called player PUBG. player unknown battlegrounds it's uh, like one of the first popular battle royale games. Um, it it's an indie game. For the, it it was an indie game. It cost a hundred thousand dollars to one hundred fifty thousand dollars to make. Okay, God and the, it it released for thirty bucks. That's how much it cost. I don't know how much it might have gone up since then, but I bought it for thirty bucks. Let me look. I'll look right now on Steam and see how much it makes. But thirty bucks to cost to get it. And then guess how much it's made by now? Oh, well over a hundred million. You're way too low. Oh sh- I said I said well over. Oh, I thought but it's yeah. made a billion dollars. Oh gee that was, Holy I, cow. And that's just a thirty dollar game. <clears throat> they can drop these triple A games. Now, granted, there is a lot of promotional that go a lot more promotion goes into triple A games than indie games. But they could definitely drop, keep it at sixty bucks. I'm I'm okay with sixty bucks. I'm used to it now. Now yeah. I still think they could drop to fifty bucks, but sixty bucks is okay. You have you cannot be jump, jumping these prices up to seventy bucks, especially after COVID. People don't have the money for these games. Well, I that's the one thing that's gonna keep me from buying a PlayStation is seventy dollar games, and if Xbox does it. Fuck them! I'm not buying it. They're all gonna do it. It's gonna be this. It's like I said. It's like Disney. What you know? Should you really be charging? It costs 120 dollars per person to get into Disney World right now. So a family of four is what? Five hundred dollars? Yeah, basically and that's just to get to the park. That's okay. not you know travel. Food, so so parking. Lodging. If you if you drive, parking is probably twenty five dollars. So okay. yeah. depends on if you stay on Disney property or not. But if you're just going down there and just, I mean, let's say you're staying at on like in Daytona or you're not staying on, you just want to go to the theme park for the day. So you're dropping $500 before you even step foot in the theme park. Then you got to buy overpriced food and you're buying souvenirs. I mean, two, 300 bucks just to make a lightsaber. Exactly. Well, that's just the lightsaber, but Holy I mean, cow. but if you're, but, but t-shirts or hats are, they're $30 a piece, you know, plus stuffed animals. If the kids want some like a stuffed animal, 
maybe they want to trade the pins with the people in the park. I don't know if they do that now right now or not because of COVID anyway. But, I mean, that stuff adds up. And then you got the food. I mean, a Coke is $5, $4 for a Coke. So family of four. So there's $20, $20 right there. We so, can go, you know, across the street to McDonald's and get it for a dollar and a half. You can get a large, you get a large Coke for a buck. Yeah, at McDonald's. So, I mean, that's it's the it's it's like they're following the lead of essentially of you know the theme parks. Just, let's see how much we can raise the price, and people are still willing to spend. Now, Disney's up until COVID, they're breaking records left and right. So is Universal because people spend one hundred twenty dollars just to walk through the door. For that experience. So they're going to do the same thing for these video games. Especially now. People are used to sitting at home. Especially people like us. Who don't ever go anywhere except to the movie theater. And to Five Guys every once in a while. <laughs> they're going to spend that $70. And sit at home and play those games. Yeah. Now they're going to feel like they, they should play it more. Because they want to get their money's worth out we, of it. We know. I can see that. Yeah. We know video game companies and developers. And console makers were not losing money. Because they were all shown the last last quarter, they all showed record profit. When I bought when I bought my first PlayStation, I felt bad spending thirty dollars on Andretti Racing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheap now, story. The, game, the last like I just bought a game. It's called Crusader Kings Three. Great game, PC game. It's you know, on a tragedy game, but it was the base version was fifty bucks. Now, because I love CK2 and put almost a thousand hours into CK2, I bought the seventy dollars version of, of CK3, the special edition. Well, that's just because I loved I loved the first one. I wanted all the special stuff. Or the, I should say the last one. I'm willing to pay extra for you know, extra stuff like in a special edition. Well, not Forza seventy does bucks the same for the thing. not yeah. seventy bucks for the base game. Then you know they're gonna nickel and dime you with uh, DLC expansions yeah. and. Uh, uh, microtransactions. Well, wasn't yeah. that the wasn't that the thing with Fortnite? Wasn't that the genius of Fortnite? Was the game was free? Yeah, it was free to pay. It was free to play, but you wanted stuff. You had to buy everything. You had to buy skins. Yeah. You had to buy weapons. You had to buy right. Yeah, I don't get the point of buying cosmetics with real money. Now, granted, I've done it. I won't lie because it was a cool looking thing. Like on, <laughs> like on Apex. <laughs> I Apex is free, so I felt okay spending twenty bucks on getting some cool looking gear. Sure, but you got these kids stealing their mom. I was talking to a gym member, and her kid steals her credit card to buy stuff on V bucks. Gotta get those V bucks. Okay, so my ex-wife, her daughter was really into Fortnite, and she would like for Christmas she would ask for like a PlayStation card or. If she did good in school, she was rewarded. She didn't want money. She wanted a PlayStation card. So I know of three or four times she got PlayStation cards for $25. So there's $100 right there. Plus, her brother, would, it, was his, it was his PlayStation. And he would have money on his account. And she would steal his money to buy stuff. So she probably spent, and I'm sure she's been spending, I bet you she spent four or $500 on Fortnite. That's, and, you know, Sony's that's insane. Getting because it's on their service. Yep. See? I'm just, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy the me, new console wars. Just give me the disc but... to put in the console, and that, I'll be happy. 
Sony Sony won the place the last generation. I'm pulling for Xbox this year, this generation, even though I'm probably not going to get either. Yeah, you know, I had I played the PlayStation. I had the first PlayStation, and I loved it. I mean, the games were great, but when Xbox came out, I I'm a racing fan. I love racing games, and I had played what is it? Uh, Forza's on uh, PlayStation, or not Forza? Yeah, Forza's on Xbox. And what's on PlayStation? They've got a uh, F not F one. They got Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, right? Which Gran Turismo is a great game. I liked Forza more. I thought Forza was better. And then Xbox came out, or uh, IndyCar came out with a game in two thousand five that was only on the Xbox. It wasn't on the PlayStation. So I've always been partial towards the Xbox platform. I like the console. I think the the controller's better. I enjoyed. I've always. I've enjoyed the Xbox more. I've had all three: Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. So, I'm an Xbox guy. Sorry. All right. Let's let's move on to sports. Sports. Let me bring up something real sports, quick. Sports. Sports. Before we get into uh, anything, IndyCar, the next race is in Indianapolis on the road course. It's a doubleheader. It's the Harvest Grand Prix. It's raced on Friday, October 2nd, and Saturday, October 3rd. They are allowing fans in to the track. So, Chris with a K bought, because he's trying to save money for life reasons, I bought a $25 general admission ticket so I could go to the race on Friday. So, I'm extremely happy. The downside is the infield is not open. So, the grand, the general admission seating are in the like lower part of the grandstands. Uh, in a couple sections, one in Oval Turn 1 and Oval Turn 4 are the only two sections where we're able to sit. But I can't complain too much because at least I'm going to be at a racetrack. So if you want to go to the Harvest Grand Prix, go to IndianapolisMotorSpeedway.com and try and get tickets for one, both, or every single day that there's racing going on the week, the first weekend in October. Okay, so we can continue on. So Unless y'all got questions. No. no. All right, Mikey. Good. Talk about the Cubs and their Nah, they've only. I. When I wrote this down in my notes, they were. Uh, they were on a fi- four game win streak and then a five game win streak and then they just lost two. So they're past seven games, five of two. That's pretty good. Um. They're currently the second seed in the National League. Pretty good. Um, Padres clinched, I saw. Playoff spot. Yeah. I didn't see that. But. Oh, yeah, they clinched. Yeah, Padres clinched. Cool. Uh, I know there's less than there's less than 10 games out of the 60 games. Were they at 53 or so? Yeah, they, they played 53, so they got seven games left. Uh, I doubt they'll be able to reach number one seed, but that doesn't really they matter. Yeah, they they're 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 seven games behind yeah. the best record. Yeah. Dodgers, Dodgers are thirty eight yeah. sixteen, and then that's gonna be a tough team. San Diego's thirty four and twenty, so that so they're in the same division. They're in the West. So the Dodgers and the Padres have already clinched a uh, playoff spot. So if the Cubs, the Cubs have well, they're three and a half. Was it three and a half up? 
they've got to win the division to get in the playoffs, I bet. No, I mean, St. Louis and Cincinnati, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati? yeah, Cincinnati, yeah, they're, they're gonna, they're in a wild card spot too. They, yeah, I mean, Atlanta's only got 31. There's a, that's a tight race because you've got, oh, yeah, you've got Atlanta's 131, Miami is 28, Philadelphia's at 27, that's in the East. Then there's a central division, you got the Cubs at 31, St. Louis is three and a half back there at 126, Cincinnati is. 27 and 27 they're four and a half back why are they oh okay and then milwaukee because what they had covid issues they're 26 and 26 they're four and a half back so plus san francisco is 26 and 26 that whole race is tight for the wild card spots um but uh i think chris chris pointed this out and i didn't even know they're switching to they're going to do a bubble postseason too just like uh, nba they're gonna but, do one a bubble in texas and a bubble in california yeah i forget game, where it's, yeah. it's like Arlington. The state, it's like the like uh hockey did yeah they're gonna do uh the nlds the divisional series um it's gonna be in arlington and houston and then the nlcs the what uh, his conference series uh i think that's what it is it's gonna be in arlington and then uh, for the American League, uh, it's going to be held in San Diego and Los Angeles. And then uh, the ALCS is going to be in San Diego. And then the World Series is going to be held in Arlington. Do you th- have they said anything about fans? Or? I have not. They probably won't do fans. Yeah. Uh, if it's a bubble, they won't do fans. That was yeah. yeah. All right. And then. Uh, wait, oh, one more. Uh, one more. One more awesome fact. Uh, one of the Cubs pitchers threw a no-hitter the other day. Yes. He was a walk-on at college. And I, was he, I think, no, he was He was drafted in the first round. I forget what pick he was for the Cubs. But that was the big story, I think, this week was uh, he was undrafted. He was like, I could pitch. And so he tried out in college and he got a spot and ended up being first round pick, and he just did his first no hitter. What was his name? Uh, Alex Mills. Okay. Also, did you see NBA announce their MVP? Did you see this? Yeah, it was uh, Giannis. Yes. Did you see the hissy fit that uh, a certain basketball yeah, player threw for not winning? What? What a role model for your children, right? You're mad and throwing a hissy fit, and you're putting it on social media, He's and then he come back next year with a vengeance. Oh my god! So yeah, Get he over is playing yourself. in the. He is going to be playing in the uh, NBA Finals in a week or two. But still, you don't. Denver doesn't have a chance. It, you know, you don't. That's something you do ten years after you retire. You go, you know, in 2020 when they named so and so the MVP, I should have been the MVP. That's when you bring that up. You don't throw a hissy fit and look like a moron. During the season, I don't. I don't know. You just said Denver doesn't have a chance, but they just lost by a buzzer beater. I mean, they were winning, but they just lost today by a buzzer beater. So well, that is true. We can hope. The Bulls <laughs> with Jordan lost games in the playoffs, but the other teams never had a chance. Yeah. Except for the well, Pacers. Pacers got screwed. Um, Pacers did get screwed. Let's move on to 
The t- we could do a whole podcast on that. Right. <laughs> Foosball's the devil. Let's talk about it. <laughs> injuries. Injuries upon injuries upon injuries. The whole and if the whole NFL is on an IR, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. San Francisco alone, they lost Kittle. Right, Kittle's not playing. Kittle, yeah, Garoppolo, Kittle play and Bosa, all three. And they lost someone what? else. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, Mostert, their running back. Oh yeah, yes. Mostert. That's why he wasn't giving me, giving me any more points in fantasy. Christian McCaffrey That's why he wasn't was, giving me any more points either. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey had an ankle injury today. Drew Locke. Paris, Paris Campbell. Hurt his shoulder. Uh, yeah, Paris Campbell got hurt. There goes my fantasy football uh, wide receiver. And uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Might have toured his, uh, his ACL. Oh, Achilles. It's Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. This says knees, so but I thought your Achilles was in the back. So I oh, I thought they said Achilles. I don't know. I was, uh, that was, or unless I was thinking the, Marlon Mack. That was before the uh, the game started tonight. But um, uh, yeah, Marlon Mack is out. He's he's out with an Achilles injury. And so and for funny news, the Atlanta uh, Falcons blew another twenty point lead. <clears throat> How did they do that? They got to quit just oh. laying over. I mean. That's exactly what they do. They quit playing. You can't. You can't. Mikey. Mikey. Oh my Mike, God. Mikey. Satan. The, the, <laughs> Satan's back. Satan's returned. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Is it better? The yeah, power yeah. of Christ compels you. We, we the exercise. The power you. of Christ okay. compels you. <laughs> yes, Atlanta. You cannot. You cannot sit on a lead in the NFL, and you're just you're going to lose every single time. And uh, Coach Dungy used to do that back in his Buccaneer days. He'd sit on a lead, and it'll bite you in the ass in the long run. But they lost by they, they had a twenty point lead and blew it, right? Yeah. They haven't done that since the Super Bowl. Since the Super Bowl. You thought, you know, you would think you would learn after losing the biggest game of. (laughs) At least what? They're consistent. Oh, yeah, true. And Uh, now we got to deal with the Cowboys fans. I freaking hate the Cowboys fans. No offense to Tim. He's not a bad one. They're all the same, dude. (laughs) All of them. Oh, man. I wish Tim was here. God, yeah, you had uh, Bears one. They're two and zero. Oh. Can you believe that? Of course, they played the Giants. I think, I think Mitch Trubisky got over. You know, got uh, through the the sophomore hump. Can we talk about how horrible the Lions are again this year? I mean, I, are any of us surprised? Forty two twenty one. I feel so bad for for Matt Stafford. I think he's a good quarterback. Seahawks just finished. They just finished up. They won thirty five thirty. Right. And freaking Russell Wilson got me 48 points. Chiefs beat the Chargers in overtime. That was a good game. You know what? Jacksonville's actually going to be pretty good this year, I think. They, they got beat today. Yeah, but they only lost by three. True. The Colts looked really good today. Dude, that game was that was a mess of a game. I've it was watched a good game. Though. Our defense was really good, but or it's not. They were playing, or a prime time. Uh, they were playing cousins. the. They were playing the. The Vikings. That's why they look so good. Vikings have a really. Vikings are a pretty good team. No, they're not a pretty good team. They're zero and two. 
They got smoked last week. They got a the, good team. By the Packers. But that doesn't mean. Well, the Packers are probably going to be in the. Packers are going to be at least in the NFC Championship this year again. Jets are back again. Rams won big. They're, now, they're, there's a team to watch is the Rams. They're back in their Super Bowl uh, season form. Broncos got beat again by the Steelers. Steelers looking good. Until uh, old Ben, if Ben can stay healthy. Then the football team got killed by the Cardinals, I guess. Uh, can't believe Kyler Murray had a good game. All those starters and stars. And still won thirty-one to thirteen. Who'd they play? They played the Jets. Remember, I no, they played who? The Forty Niners played oh, the Forty Niners. Yes. Yeah. And, they, oh yeah, the NFL is invest is going to investigate the the Meadowlands because of how bad their field was. Okay. Now this is I don't these get, football play up until this year actually, with the Raiders building the Death Star in Las Vegas, teams played on baseball fields. Like all the time, Atlanta, Oakland, uh, the Rams, uh, who else? The, like uh, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, those were all converted between a football field and a baseball field. Cincinnati. And so now, and plus, <laughs> like the Hoosier, or like, well, even the Hoosier Dome, Hoosier Dome and the Astrodome, that was just a piece of carpet over concrete. Now we're investigating, don't they play on grass there? Or is it turf? It's mostly all turf now. Do they play? Is, does uh, the Meadowlands have a turf field, or do they have a grass field? I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's just silly. I mean, are we? Are we coming down? We're going to check the. We're going to check the the grass at a football stadium too. I mean, come on. Even baseball stadiums or baseball fields aren't that bad. They shouldn't be, you know, messing people's ankles up like it was. They're not messing up people's ankles. God, grow a set. You know, Jack Youngblood played with a broken leg. And I use this all the time, this analogy all the time. Play with a broken leg. I saw a thing on Twitter today. Steve Barkowski had broken ribs, suited up, played, won. Atlanta was, I mean, come on. What is wrong with these people? Bunch of prima donnas, I swear. And I'll go out there and play now, and I'm out all of right, shape. All right. I'm going to go. All right. I'm going to break your leg, and then you go try to play some football. I will. I got a, I got Jack, a baseball bat outside. Just Jack, Jack Youngblood did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying these guys are. And I mean, look at all these injuries, and they're all the same. These guys are like are in the, the best shape ever. How are they getting injured when they're in the best shape? And this is across the league. This just ain't in one stadium. Is it due to, I mean, they don't hit in practice anymore. You know what I mean? Preseason, when they had a preseason, they had a preseason this year. But they don't want to play in preseason because they don't want them to get hurt. Is this making the people less tough once the season comes no, around? There's actually stats showing that there's less injuries than there were. Like when when they implemented the no hitting thing, everyone looked, oh, there's gonna be more injuries. There's actually been less injuries because you're not getting the repetitive hits on your body. It's not you know repeating the same motion or injuring the same injury over and over. All right, but let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. We're, we're pushing our you know how long this episode <laughs> is. 
Now we're going to we're going to start a new segment. Segment. You ready, Mikey? I'm ready. All right. Shower thoughts with Mikey. All right. I I consider myself a deep thinker. Um. So <laughs> I'll leave you with the question this week to think about. So think about this, all of you listeners. Are minutes and seconds an accurate representation of measurement for time? Leave you with that. Put your mind in a pretzel. All right. Dip it in cheese. You can respond Let's to that. If you, and you can check us out at Twitter, at PodNerds, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, iTunes, and uh, Tuner. Tune in. Is that everything? I think that's everything. All right. And you'll never wonder who's your nerds are. That one's for you, Tim. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.